What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Ball Status. <laughs> That's right. This is the podcast where we talk about the business of health and the health of business and apparently mustaches. I was eyeing him down. Yeah, I know. He was making sure it was right for this. The right curl, definitely. I could see it. So, David Dodgel, VP of Sales, Arms Race Nutrition. Patrick May, VP of Sales, Corn Nutritionals America Labs. And today we have a very special guest from Down Under. Is New Zealand considered Down Under? I believe, I believe it's the most down. The down. But the like, I know Australia, they're like Down Under, but like, New can you say that? Further, New Zealand's further down. Uh, okay, so you, I can say that. Yeah, you can. All right, yes. <laughs> Golly, got aggressive. <laughs> oh, I listened to the podcast with Justin Weeks. Yeah? Over in. Was it Wendy? No, nah, he was. He's he so was, back like he this. He was like over here. Still, yeah. My bad. No, no you're good. You're good. All right, and well, maybe we should introduce you. This is our good friend. Why don't you introduce yourself, Shane? Shane from Stacks? Well, Stack yeah. 3D, sorry. Stack, Stack okay. 3D. So that maybe, is the official name. Maybe we should start right here because everyone messes this up, and I think you just messed up your own name or your It's company. not going to matter because if, if I I have said Stack many, many, many times over the years. What was it intended? It was always intended to be Stack. I tried to get Stacked.com with an E. Okay. It was taken. So kind of like Jacked. It was exactly like USP Labs. But yeah, that was the idea. I switched to the three, but as I discovered, and as I said earlier, uh, jacked originally was with an E. I remember them telling me that and years ago. It was an IP thing, right? I don't know. They just said that the first run was with an E. Then they moved to the three. And so it was intended to be jacked. So do people refer to you as stacked or stack 3D? I think everyone in the US calls me stack 3D, even if I tell them. Yeah. Even you. Yeah, stack 3D. <laughs> so stacked. Internationally, I don't think they, 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 they always say stacked. All right, before we get into this, before you don't keep your elevated caffeine levels where they yeah, need to be yeah. to survive, because he's already had F-bomb today, yeah. which is about 500 megs of caffeine. So we're going to just keep that rolling, that party going. So thank you, American Energy, sponsor for the show. Let's... Oh, that was aggressive. It was a little too much. I didn't. Man, I'm on a fruit punk hit. What's a punk it? Punch kick. (laughs) Loving it. All right. So, well, I think we kind of got right into this. So let's talk about stack, stack 3D origins, origin story. What the heck are do you do? Um, What is stacked? Uh, What did you start it out to be like the transition? I want to talk about everything. So we're going to get into this. Um, so fire away. Where where did this come from? Like what what is your background? Did you just you know did you go to high school, go to college, and just be like, hey, I'm going to start a industry news w- website for the supplement industry? Like where the heck did this come from? So originally, uh, um, I went to school, uh, university or college for graphic design, and uh, at the time, I was I was a competitive swimmer growing up. Um, and, uh, at the club, there was, uh, a poster for a supplement store that was like 10 minutes away. And everyone in university said the best way to get work experience is to do it for free. So I went to the store and I said, Hey, I can make you a, um, a website for free. And yeah, he, uh, I made him the website and then he said, do you want to supply some of your friends? Like I'll sell you wholesale. You can certainly make a few dollars. And I was like, sweet. I basically then turned it into like an online store. And um, at the time, I don't know. It wasn't. What like, year is this? Da- date yourself here, Shane. I'm going to guess 2007 or 8, maybe 9. Wait, I would have been. 
I'm going to say 2008. Okay. At a guess. So 14 years ago. Yeah, and then um, at the time, it wasn't like selling crazy. I wasn't making much money. It was just for fun. It was basically yep. so I could get my supplements for free. Right. And then... Um, Been there. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> and then uh, I, at the time, they were saying blogs were, 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 the, sh- were the thing. So I decided to add a blog to y- the You site. can say sh- on here. I was about it's to. It's okay. I yeah. didn't know. We could always beep it out if we need to. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you can. I'm glad that you picked up that I yeah. pulled on that. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so I, I did a started doing a blog because um, I didn't know what to do it on. Uh, so I basically started doing it as updates on the store. Like, we have this product coming in, we have this product coming in. And then I was watching a uh, bodybuilding.com Olympia webcast, and they had ads of this new supplement coming soon. And I Googled that. I thought this would be cool to get in. And I couldn't find shit. So I was kind of like, why doesn't anyone sharing this? This is, they're advertising this. Why isn't anyone uh, talking about it? And so then I just started sharing teasers and previews and things like that. And uh, originally it was for brands that we so- oh, I sold. Uh, and then it kind of slowly, when I looked at the metrics, just wa- I had done this for months. And then I looked at the metrics one day and I was like, no one from New Zealand was reading this website. So they were New Zealanders were coming to the store, but uh, the audience for the blog was entirely American. And so kind of that night that I realized this, I rebranded it and separated it and then called it Stacked. Uh, and then I started sharing... Stack 3D. Yeah. Stack 3D, <laughs> and then I uh, added more brands that I wasn't selling and then just completely separated the two. And so were you reaching out to these brands to get like news or info of upcoming products or were you just having to like go into forums and figure things out? How did you get your info to, to provide info? To cl- I mean, you know, I was just seeing a lot them. of it on social. And I guess you have to realize that if you weren't following the brand, you wouldn't have seen it. So if I shared it and you're following me and not that brand, you would have been like, oh, wow, that's completely news to me. So it wouldn't have been like, oh. Stacked is a little late on this. It's that was pretty much. Listen, stacked is never late. They're <laughs> usually early. Way early. <laughs> but the uh, that was kind of the thing. And over the years, we just started sharing things as soon as we saw it. Some people would, a lot of people would just send it into us. Say, hey, I saw this at a store. Um, it's not meant to launch for like two weeks. I put it on stacked, and that was just literally how it went. And now, I'd say fifty. Maybe sixty percent of the stories we share now, people send to us, um, and then the rest I kind of stumble across, and sometimes people just send them to us. Uh, so it kind of it, it, the way that we went about it attracted people to want to be on there. When did you start doing this full time? So for about two years, I think I was just doing it for free because I thought it was I thought it was fun as hell. I right. was just doing it at the at night. And um, you're, you're still in school at this point, or are you out of school? Yeah, so it changed to Stacked in maybe 2010, and 2011, somewhere around there. And, um, yeah, I was uh, we started expanding the brands, and then I think it was maybe – I was just doing it after – at the end of the day. And then I think it was 2012 or 13, some brand reached out and was like, uh, can I advertise on Stacked? And I was like – yeah, how much do you want to pay? Because I had I had no clue. Right. And he was like, how was, how was 400 bucks a month sound? I was like, it's better than nothing, so yeah. sure as And then 
I think it was just a sort of a domino effect because other brands were like, oh, sh you can you can do that. So then they hit us up, say, hey, how do we get what they got? And then someone else came and said, how do we get something bigger than what they got? And then I think it was over maybe 2014, 15 was when it eventually became full time. What were you doing as when this was your side gig? I mean, I was doing... Male stripper? I was doing... What were you doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> this, I think we hit us. See, we get deep into this podcast. So, so. my uh, my parents ran a, like a career business, like a shipping company. Okay. Uh, so I did part-time for them. Um, I was an extra. So I did a lot of extra work on um, like TV shows. Oh, shit. Like a lot, but like... He didn't want to say anything. You're that normal-looking guy in the background. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was... Um, so, do you know the TV show Spartacus? Spartacus. It's, I mean, it's not on now. This is going back years. I mean, I'm sure, I probably, yeah. It was... It was uh, it You're a freaking Spartan? No, no, no. I was a dead Spartan. So, oh like... Golly. Because when I first got into that thing, my I, I made friends with a dude, and he said, he said, play dead. He says, if you try and take the front and they kill you, you're not allowed to be featured again. I was like, so I, I, every time they said, anyone want to volunteer to be up front? I was like, no, 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 no. I'm lying down. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> and you could sleep all day, and they didn't care because they just wanted a dead body. And I did that. It was um, amazing. I was a, uh, um, well, our equivalent, I guess, of eight. So, could, wait, wait, hold on. Could we, like, go into you're YouTube not, and find these clips and find them? You're not going to find me. You're not going to find them. You there sure? is maybe. Because, like, dude, the. Cause think like Roman, yeah, yeah, it's like Spartans, you know, in battles. So and it's like extras. It's not there's like so many. I purposely didn't want to be in front of the camera. Cause yeah. If you you got more money, how much does that pay? Oh, like it was pretty good. Decent. I, I think it was. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I think it was just better than nothing again. So I was like, <laughs> that's sweet. amazing. And they got and you got fed and everything. Um, Have you ever told this story on a podcast? I don't think I've gone into detail. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, because you were a little hesitant to... All right, what uh, what other jobs did you have? i got to watch this now. Yeah. You're not going to find me. There's No, one. I'm not going to look for you. I just there's one scene, like, you know it. There's one scene, because... And it, this was to the detriment of my strategy, was that I was, don't volunteer for everything. And so one scene, they wanted to make a human pyramid. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And so we all, me and my friend went to the back, went to the back, and then they made the pyramid, and said, okay, the last people have got to run and climb the pyramid. And I was like, well, and so I was, uh, they made us scale the pyramid. So if you can look into, I can't remember what episode it is. <laughs> so three look seasons. up the episode that has a human pyramid. Yes. Yeah, it was called a turtle or something, and they went to jump up the shield and over the wall. We have I was one of do. the three dudes. Did, <laughs> David David is definitely, he's got to find this. But it was weird, because that was pretty cool, because it was considered a stunt, so you got a bonus. But <laughs> I was trying to not do anything. So you're a stunt double and act. Man, what can't double. you do? It wasn't a stunt double. It was, yeah. So the lead actor was at front, and then me and this two other dudes were uh, behind him. But when you watch it through, you can see, like, clearly the extras are like, they're not caring about us. They wanted the front guy climbing up. But um, I can't remember how much money it was. It was it was much better than any other job I had. But, yeah, so. So pretty much what you're telling me is you've never had a real job. <laughs> yeah, okay, right on. I love it. So yeah, I worked for my parents. I did the extra. Um, I was a uh, so the New Zealand equivalent of I guess AT and T. So I was a um, uh, I would sell phones. I guess so. I was hired as like a freelancer to um, a seasonal worker, you could say, to uh, kind of educate people on phones and then direct them to the specific salesperson in the store. 
And then I did it so well that they said, hey, do you want to work on the weekends after my contract finished? So I did. Um, I'm trying to remember what else I did. Oh, I also stopped. Uh, I did, you know, the dis retail displays and mm -hmm. like Walmarts and stuff. So yeah. I did those for um, a phone network, which was kind of a spinoff of the job in the phone store. I'm trying to think of something else. So, so 2014, you're like, enough with all this. I'm just going to do this full time. No, so I only just chipped off each job one at a time. I, got I was kind of like, they went, it wasn't. But by 2014, you're all in at this point. Yeah, so I dropped each job one by one, and then it was in the at the Arnold. And then I can't remember why I did it. I was just like, I don't want to go back to that shit. So I called them when I was in the U.S., and I said, hey, can, can I just quit here? And they were well, like, yes. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So, uh, well, before we get there, so. Stack 3D, you basically share industry news. What do you consider news? And, like, it's not just supplement. I, I see that it's not just specifically supplement industry. There's a lot of, like, almost CPG stuff. I guess that's because supplement brands are getting into more yeah. CPG. Literally type. what you just yeah. said is what yeah. we... So, uh, it was... It started as sports nutrition brands, Gaspari, MuscleDig, BSN, Optimum. Uh, and the reason we kind of grew was when... Um, I guess brands started doing protein bars. We were hit up by protein bar brands. They were like, hey, you shared these guys. Why can't you share us? We only do bars. And I was like, okay, cool. And then you get hit up by a protein cookie. And you get hit up by a protein candy bar. And I was like, I guess it's not too far of a reach. And it's still right. similarly interesting. So pretty much every category that a sports nutrition brand would feel is worthy of touching, that's a category we try and comprehensively cover. Now energy drinks. So how, um, so fast forward to today, how many like stories are you putting up on a daily basis? I mean, weekdays, anywhere from 10 to 15, um, weekends, maybe five, seven, depends if I have time. So do you crank these all out at once? I mean, oh, is, no, no. is it, is it only you at this point? Yeah. So I usually do it all. Bro, when are you going to like, you know, get somebody to like help with that? I don't know. Like I, get, I, like to, I, I, I prefer the idea of, like, when someone says you could hire someone for, like, I don't know, whatever a full-time salary is. I was like, yeah, but I could then keep that money if I just do that It's true. So I kind of but, that. So, but think about this. You're also probably missing out on opportunities that only you could do to grow stacked even more. I that's, that's the one thing I think someone says, kind of the witty kind of thing. I think it, it's a sports nutrition website. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to be like a $10 million business. It's a... Well, like not a, with that attitude. No, but I mean, <laughs> like I've looked at some blogs and how much they sold in other industries that dwarf ours. And I was like, okay. So like, I know I'm never going to come close to them. So if I were to, that would be ridiculously absurd. But then the thing is, if I expand my audience and expand my topics... I could probably get a bigger audience, but my issue there is that then you people, lose the like, niche, you, yeah. people like yourself would be like, well, why the f*** do I want to go to Stack? Cause right. it's so how do you monetize right now? Uh, pretty much ads and the Stacked Expo. So the Stacked Expo... I was going to say, you know, in all the time we've done business, I don't think you've ever tried to sell me. No. like Ever. Like, so, so like... I, don't, I honestly don't even know. Like, shit, I didn't even know people were paying for ads. I just thought of this it's was not like... A, it's, not a, it's not a good business move, is it? No. Well, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, you've never tried to sell me. 
No, yeah. I mean, obviously the expo thing, you know, we pay a little for the brands to be involved in that yeah, because yeah. I mean, but there's legitimate work and setup and all but that. But he wasn't like selling you. No, at, he was at, not like, at hey, all. like I'm doing this expo. Like, yeah, like if you yeah. want to do it, cool. If not, like, yeah, cool yeah. too. It would probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good and bad, I guess. But I don't know. We've been fortunate enough to, uh, like, some websites will sell their ad space through third parties. I've only ever had people approach me. I've never actually gone to someone. But I, I mean, so just from a business point of view, especially if you had somebody helping you do this, couldn't you scale it to a level where there was even more detail if people pay, if it was a, uh, if you charge for it? So there's, there's other business models in this industry, right? Oh yeah. You like, you know, there's guys, the price plow guys and even fitness informant, you know, like they, they have industry news, different business model. Yeah. So have you thought about offering maybe even, a premium stack service that you people could subscribe to. I feel like the because um, I'm I'm going way way. Listen, way. I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong. I'm oh, just no, no, I'm no, just no, asking no. the question if these if you've ever thought about people, this. People have asked this before, and like I'm going back all the way to 2012. People said this to me. They said you should charge for an article, and I'm like, how many people do you think? Oh, I wouldn't pay for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, and they said, oh, you see should. this right here? Collect that gold dust. Where is that yeah. coin at right here? That's what I'm saying. So it's, uh, and I knew this right from the start. You could, I could have charged, but. Well, I was actually th thinking on the consumer end because it, there's a lot of what I call like the oh, okay. supplement nerds or circle jerkers that they just love the newest thing. They want to be uh, like the cutting edge. And, the, and you could probably get a group of 10 plus thousand people that will pay you $5 a month. Yeah. to get access to your exclusive news. Like, I would pay $5 a month to get your articles. Yeah, There's no doubt news, about it. And then uh, you could expand into, like, exclusive Listen, if you want to do this, we can get this done. And, we, you know, I can take a little uh, piece I mean, of this. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, it, it's crossed my mind, but the way we've done it with, I mean, it's kind of traditional news, yes. isn't it? It's You yeah. would have CNN, would have, well, whatever big news website would be, they would share their news and they would sell ads to their many thousand viewers. Or whatever. Well, listen, so I, I want to say just personally that I totally respect what you're doing and I absolutely love it because I come to like, <laughs> I joked, like you never got, get a job at CNN. Um, but it's because I feel like your news is unbiased, right? Completely. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and we work with the guys at fitness informant and price plow and we, Literally, I mean, there is a there's a payment there, and they have great business models too. But we view that on our side as part of our marketing team. It's an extension of our marketing team to help us, you know, reach new. It's just like we spend we budget X amount for ad spend in Facebook. It's just yeah. another extension of that. But I really appreciate it, and, and you know, they try to be as unbiased as possible, and they'll tell us like, "Man, that's a shit well, We don't have shit products, but if we did, they would tell us that's a product. Well, right? They've done that. Well, to, not to us, but yeah, to other yeah, but people. Price, yeah, yeah. They They'll don't. be like, I can't promote that because it's not a good. So they're like, no, you don't want me to do a video on this. <laughs> right. But, you know. So, but I, I definitely appreciate um, what you do for this industry because, you know, it's, it, I truly feel like I'm getting unbiased news and real up-to-date news. And I think that's pretty awesome. So um, one of the things that we do here at Core is see these Core Value Coins. We have 12 of them. I don't know if you've ever watched any of our podcasts or talked about this. I've seen a few. Yeah, so the, these pot, these are mean a lot to us. And um, we give out these coins in special situations where we think somebody's gone over and above to exemplify one of these coins. One of these coins is be a, be a servant. And um, this coin's for you. This is, your, this is the servant coin. 
So congratulations. You got a core value. Crush it. Uh, be a servant. Wait, wait, is there a clap? Me brigade. No. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yeah, you huh? like that. So um, because I, I really do appreciate what you do. Um, I know it's helped our brands just get information out. You know, like we know you get a lot of viewers that might not be following our brands. And we know you're not doing it special for us. You're doing it for every brand, right? Like that you're just trying to convey information in an unbiased way so that a consumer can make a decision on, you know, whether or not that's something they're interested in. So we love what you do and uh, just wanted to give you, this is a little interruption into our podcast. We're going to get back to that in a second, but I think it's a perfect time because when talking about your business strategy and what you do and kind of, there is other ways that you could monetize, but you've chosen not to. Um, and I wouldn't fault you for that either, but it's pretty awesome because you are a servant to this industry in getting news out. I, I read it all the time just because I, w- I want to be up to date on what our competitors are doing. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and like I said, it was it was the strategy from the start was I just didn't think, to be honest, when I first started, um, I won't name the brand, but they were like, oh, hey, you're from Stacked, and there were maybe two or three brands that did it originally. And I said, um, I said, oh, can we, we can send you samples of a new pre-workout? And I said, yeah, sure. And they said, what's your address? And I gave them my New Zealand address. As soon as I did that, they were like, nope. No, like we're not, we're not sending it all the way over there. And I was like, oh, and, I was like, and then it kind of slowly got to me and I was like, okay, so if someone's not even going to send me a sample, then what are the chances of me being able to charge someone to be on the site kind of thing? And so that was one of the things that drove me to sort of be like, share as many brands as possible, give as the viewers as big a scope as possible. And, uh, and it's not just the US, we do international. Um, we get hit up by many companies from many different languages and it's uh i think it the strategy is reflected on the work and i think that's why we get hit up so let me people. talk about a little bit about that location aspect of this because i find this interesting <laughs> and also the fact that you're doing 10 to 15 stories a day and also on the weekends so what's five to seven on the weekends? oh yeah five to seven on the yeah. weekend so is that stressful no. is that like is this like can you knock these out pretty quickly? I could like do twenty, I think, if I really pushed it. But it's it, you. You don't want to have. I think ten to fifteen is my ideal amount. Like you don't want to go on there and keep scrolling and be like, "Holy sh! It's only been like two hours, and I've got like yeah." You, like you don't want too much, and you realize, like I said, it's a niche category. You don't want to be. You don't want to have too much. You don't want to be overloaded with things. You don't want to scroll enough to see and be like, "I don't care about." this company in Belgium, you like, you want to yeah. have some familiarity. So do you plan out your day? Like how, like, are you doing posts today for tomorrow or a week from now or how, how, uh, how so far? I wrote, so probably the things that are going online, like right now. Um, so you post them and like, they will, it's all automated. Like you yeah, can so say what time scheduled. you're So I did up until like now last night and then second half of the day, I'll probably did when I was in the, uh, over there. Sitting on the John. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll do my, uh, the nighttime one when I get back and then I'll do tomorrow morning before I go to bed. But, but is there a day off? No, that's the, that's and that, that's what I'm saying is it's not like, it might not be stressful, but is there a day off? So no, 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 no day off. I, th- so do you, is that okay? Like, so you spent the last two weeks in Cancun. So you were working that whole time. So I worked in the morning. I worked at night and I had fun during the day. So you had, I'm just curious about this. So, how many hours does it oh, take? How much to do hours it? does it take? Um, 
I could probably do. Are you on that Tim Ferriss four hour work week or what? No, I don't. He's do got a book hours. called. He's got a book called the Four Hour Work Week. No, it's no, it's no, total no. bullshit. Just no, I don't do four hours. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's probably like four hours a day. I could probably do half my work in about two to three, but because of the time zone and because I can schedule it, that could be three hours from like six a.m. to nine a.m. So does it doesn't like weigh on you? Like, oh man, I got this never ending list that I can never get done, and there's no. It's just like an ongoing. I just know it needs to be done. So yeah, I mean, there is the benefit, like for my wedding. I knew it was, I obviously couldn't work from winning, so I did. But you tried, I bet. No, 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 I did three days worth. I sat there for 24 hours, and I just knocked out three days worth, and then just. So you got three days off for your wedding. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty weird. All I right, do, so. I take Christmas off as well. That's the only day I don't do it. But it's it's odd, though. Because That's the only day I give my employees off, too, so it's. Because. Cool. <laughs> I'm in we New laugh because it's true. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in New Zealand for Christmas. And Thanksgiving. So it's uh, Christmas in America is actually, I guess, Christmas Eve. Oh, sorry, Boxing Day in New Zealand. Yes. So, yeah, I work enough to not work on Christmas Day and then get the other day off as well. So let's talk about the personal life then. So so you're married and you have a kid. Mm-hmm. Your kid's about four years old or something now, right? So how does – but you, you don't – well, you spent – two years in New Zealand when COVID hit, Mm -hmm. but you are truly like a nomad family or you were up until that point. Like you guys, did you even own own a house or rent an apartment? Like you literally bounce around the country. So explain to me what you were doing. So we, I didn't know what the nomad thing was. I didn't even know that was what we were doing until someone told us we were gypsies. And I was like, I thought gypsies were like those tent people. (laughs) With the, yeah, I, I don't know. And I was like, this is, and then I looked it up, and I was like, holy shit, that's what we are. But the original reason we did that was... Uh, so what year did this start? Were you doing this before your wife or after no, no, you no, met no. her? So when we got married, uh, maybe 2015, I think it Wait, was. Wait, may- maybe? You better you better know what year you got married, bro. I, I don't know exactly what year. I, well, and she'll be the... She'll, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I'm trying to help you out here, 15, bro. 15, 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, she said to me, she said, I want to go to Santorini. Uh, and th- at this point, I had never traveled great distances. And um, I said, uh, so I looked it up. I was like, holy shit, this is a lot of money to go to <laughs> an island in the middle of nowhere, like, for two weeks. And she's like, two weeks, and you can't work. And I was like, fuck me. I was just like, I, I, it's not even need. I'm going to find an alternative. Yeah. And so, coincidentally, her uncle and auntie had just been over and said that you should come to the UK sometime. You can stay with us. And so I kind of put two two and two together, and I said to her, how about this? We drop our rental property where we're renting in New Zealand. And instead of flying straight to Santorini, we fly and hang out with your auntie and uncle for a few months, and then we can go to Paris, and then we can go to Santorini, then we can go to uh, Rome, we can go to Spain. And she was like... Hell yeah. And I said, the only catch is, is that I can't take time off work. And she said, okay, sure. Because I was like, well, this is fantastic. And it pretty much worked out to be the same price. I wasn't paying rent. And uh, the flight over there was the same as it would be to Santorini, but you know, it offset each other. And I timed a lot of what I did with work. So we went to Paris during the French Paris Supplement Expo. And so it was kind of business deductible. Absolutely. And that was kind of, and we, we, we kind of went about it that 
several trips. Um, and then while we were there, we were there for five months. And we hit all the usual tourist spots. And then... So wh- where are you staying? We were like in hostels? No, we were with my auntie and uncle. So we basically oh, in the UK, and then you yeah. jump from there. And so then you would go stay in a hotel? Yeah, when you're in the UK, you can fly to like Spain for like 50 bucks. It's, it's cheap. So we were just going back and forth between country to country and then just going back to the UK, going over to there and back and forth. And you just get hotels out in the... Yeah. Um, and like I said, the cost offset itself. Stack wasn't... We never made like a giant amount of money, so I was always trying to keep it cost yeah. effective. And then when we were in the UK, sh- my wife was like, this is pretty fun. I was like, how about we just don't rent when we go back? We'll just go to Vegas, come back, and we'll do it again next year. And she's like, sure. So we kept doing it, and then... The next year, we stayed in uh, Prague in the Czech Republic. Um, and then we were able to fly to different countries from there. And then... Did you ever go to uh, around the Dubai Muscle Show? We did. We did the Dubai Muscle See, Show. I really want to go to that. I just think that would be cool. We did that the year... But before. I need it, like to go with somebody. Like, like It's good. I, I just don't want to... like. I just feel like... No, it's a very nice place. It's yeah. Dubai is... No, that's what I... That's well, what we I, need a distributor. It's what we need. Yeah. It's, it's pretty like... You, like, like, listen, we went to China, and I wanted I, to go, to and China. I would not go to China without somebody with. And we had some; we had a handler. Like, I want a oh, handler okay. if we're going. Well, to, it worked out great, but we didn't know what we were getting what into. We were getting into. It was amazing. It was an experience of a lifetime. I'll we, tell you that. We, I would never go back, but it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> One and We were meant to go to China. Uh, we had actually had got a visa, booked our tickets, got the hotel. We were going to stay in uh, Shanghai for the Shanghai Fitness Expo. So we were originally, the plan was to go... We know all about that expo. For, uh, I can't even remember the name of it now. They have a domestic expo. Because I was very fascinated by the fact that um, domestic brands, everyone told me they were significantly cheaper than imported brands. And I was like, why don't they just charge more? And they said they don't want to. And, and even my wife was like, I can understand why they wouldn't want to buy local. And I was like, this is confusing to me. And she was like... Then I asked people, I said, where they sold? And I had never heard of any local Chinese brand, never heard of a, like an actual brand from China. And so uh, when I was talking to someone, they were saying that there are two expos. You get the, uh, uh, I think, I can't remember. Was it? It's the Shanghai Fitness Expo is the big one that w- we were at. There was this, it's an abbreviation and it's an international one. And then there's a big series of expos that are run throughout almost every month of the year in China. And they have like two in Shanghai, um, two in Beijing, and then there's like a bunch spread out throughout the year. And the big one was in Shanghai, and they said that's where you'll get to see all the domestic brands. And that was the plan. Not necessarily to try and help them with stacks, because I would have. I would have said, look, we can share your brand if you have any updates. I know you don't give Do you a know sh- Chinese? I know a little bit. You do know Chinese. But not like, like when we were just in Mexico, and I would say to someone, do you know a little bit of English? And they would just rattle off sentences. And I'm like, that's not a little bit. That's English. Right. I don't know Chinese like that. Okay. I know. I can't say What do we know? It's escaping me right now. Say, 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 say means, is that bye? No, I'm going to. Ni hao. Ni hao. Ni hao. That's hello. Nika. No, that's, um. Nika. Um. Um, Nika. Um, yeah. My wife. We know, um, we know, um, in Chinese. My wife knows. She can understand it, but she can't speak. Where's your wife from? She's, uh, she was born in New Zealand, but, uh, she traveled back to Malaysia when she was young and she did. Uh, like school there, um, and her parents. What language? Uh, so her, I think her dad speaks like because there's obviously more than just one. Uh, I think they speak 
Cantonese Mandarin, and I think Hokkien's another one. So they have like a whole bunch, and yeah. she knows Mandarin, which is the prominent one, um, but she can't speak it, which is. Uh, so she understands. I was like, there you go. That's all I need. Well, you, you need somebody there. I'm telling you, like you're driving out to the Great Wall of China. There is no English translation of anything. You have no idea where you're going. Well, and we we couldn't spend money, too. We couldn't even spend did, money. Because yeah, everything was done through WeChat. Yeah. yeah. Right? WeChat. So like, it made, oh, man. Don't get me started on that WeChat. So, yeah. Oh, so, like. Connected. Oh, they know. You have, like, social points basically they track you everywhere yeah man basically you have a qr code on your forehead doesn't and they that, scan you everywhere you doesn't go doesn't that fascinate you absolutely a, not scares could, the shit out could of me be like a core nutritionals type brand in china but they operate entirely within that realm and you would never have heard of them dude there is a core nutritionals brand in china that we <laughs> no, don't know, even but, know about they, you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> they like, love their ip trust me i'm I, no literally today we got a message yeah. about a brand well, like, well, like, apparently yeah. we exist in china like we're, there's, we're like there's no uh there's no um, radar like for police cars, right? So like they just from QR code. this point to this point, if you reach that point too fast, then you're speeding, yeah, see, and then I've you, always, and then you get you get fined or points against yeah. your your social. Yeah. But how do you test what you got under that engine, bro? Kids, I just thought it was. <laughs> I, it just fast. That's pretty, why I wanted to it's go. It's definitely it's wild. Listen, you live in a commie state too, so which one? How's okay. New Zealand down there? What's the politics? I haven't, I haven't like down? been when we left in February. Oh, you're gone. Did you sell your house? No, no, no. So we rented it. We pretty much renovated it. And then right when we've painted it, uh, we left two weeks later and rented it out to people. Okay. So we didn't, uh, we left and we didn't know if we were able to come back because they still had rules in place where. Um, can you come and go now from New Zealand? I think we can. We have a ticket going back. What about Australia? Are they open at this point or no? I also hope so because I'm flying through Australia. Man. Because we're staying in Australia for a week, then to New Zealand in December. I believe it's back to normal as far as I know. So how was it living in New Zealand during COVID? It must have been absolutely terrible. I mean, it was, uh, it was um, I don't know how to explain it. It was one of those things, though, like uh, as I said to my wife, I said, the only reason you, we probably were okay with it is because we didn't know how long it was going to, going to be. Like when the lockdown was for like 11 weeks. When, if they told you it was going to be two years, yeah, you so would have like been going crazy. When they said 11, it's like a jail sentence. When they said 11 weeks... You were like, okay, that's all good. And then it was kind of still semi-lockdown after that. And we're like, okay. And then they said, oh, there might be another lockdown. And then we were kind of COVID-free for a while. And it, when it started ticking back up. Let, let's just be clear here. They had like one case of COVID yeah. and they shut the entire country down. What are the people of New Zealand? How do they, man, we're going to get, we're going to get into some <laughs> politics here, boys. It's going to get good. Um, so what are the people of New Zealand? Like, how do they feel about these lockdowns are they just over or are they compliant like do you have I mean, it's like, not like that anymore now they're very different now it's like so you're full on do you need to wear a mask for, i mean i haven't been for for nine months eight months i don't really you're know not, you don't have any new zealand friends i don't ask them like <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey do you, wear a mask? Do you ever yeah. facetime them do they have a mask on i mean i talked to my mom but she didn't have a mask on okay know. just checking i i don't know i just get this like militant like lockdown like you walk outside they shoot you but that was, is the impression I get in New Zealand as a, nah, a dumb American. I, I think I said this to because <laughs> when we left, me and my wife did the same thing. We were like, I feel like it, everybody handled it the best they could in their own way, right? Like, Absolutely I, not. It was a total show. I mean, I feel like because New Zealand only was able to lock down because like there wasn't people being shot. There wasn't people like that. There were people <laughs> complaining, but there wasn't yeah. a massive outrage. Yeah. But if you had asked another country to do similar, 
but the New Zealanders knew, I guess, how much they could handle. So, or at least, and it wasn't like they thought, oh, Kiwis can do this much. They were just like, I don't see a problem with doing this. And then everyone else was like, yeah, I don't see a problem with doing that. So it was, I think it was just fitting for the culture and the people and they didn't really have too much of an issue. And to the rest of the world, it's, I guess it would be like any country, like China had some pretty intense. Oh yeah. But still, if you had imposed those in, on another country, it would seem very strange and vice versa. So I think everyone kind of did it their own way. In New Zealand, like we didn't have too many. I mean, there were a lot of, like from what I saw, like outrage near the end. Well, not near the end, but like yeah. later months. But in that initial Well, how was the economy? Did it kill small business there? Like I have no idea. I'm like You're in your bubble. You're in the stack yeah, 3D dude. world. I, I work in Eastern time zone. I yeah. deal in US dollars. So you I have no idea. Do you do you literally like wake up in the middle of the night? Is that So if I'm working in New Zealand, I'll work three hours at night, three hours as soon as I wake up. If I'm in Asia, it's usually like five hours at night, one in the morning. Europe is three in the morning and three in the afternoon. And then the US would be somewhat similar. Um, so I kind of make sure I break my day up into at least two parts uh, to get everything done. So do you like, do you plan everything you do off like US Eastern time? Yes. Yeah. But how many countries are like, are, what's you, are you visible in? Oh, right? so, <laughs> where we are. Or, yeah. So, so you the, have that stat? So I always work in Eastern time zone, but like uh, I, if I have some news stories for like Asia, It'll be at night, like U.S. nighttime. Right. If it's Europe, it'll be morning because that's their afternoon. Right. Um, India and Middle East will be kind of similar as well. So your midday, um, which is so I basically put these regions in times that it will still be visible uh, visible by Americans, but uh, also those people in that area will still be awake. Um, but yeah, we kind of. I get, I get brands from all over the world reaching out in different languages saying, hey, we're launching our brand in two weeks. Can you announce it? It'll be broken English because it'll be translated, but I'll get the gist of it and they'll yeah. send the pictures and they'll send the products and I'll be like, sure. I mean, if you think it should be on stack, then okay. So we get, uh, we've had brands from all different sizes. We've had retailers from different countries around the world. It's uh, is So yeah. the US is your biggest market. Yeah. 60, 65% of our audience is US. Is Europe the second? I think Europe might be, well, Europe, UK might be 15%. I just feel like you see, like, especially in the protein bar or, like, the snack oh, category. The functional space in Europe. I, they I kill mean, it. I think they just rip everyone apart. And I, I had this question with a lot of guys in Europe. I said, why is it that, like, you guys can create such a diverse selection of snacks? I just yeah. don't, like, what is it? And they told me that... Um, you kind of forget that Europe is land-wise, it's not that large. I mean, it's large, but it's not that big. But you get that, like, that's Italy, that's France, that's Spain. And so they'll have little bakeries and little manufacturers making, like, popular food in their culture and turn it into protein. And But it's just as easy for people in the UK to then go to that manufacturer and import it over. Brexit made it a little bit more difficult, but the range of snacks for them is much more accessible. And because these are small economies and small manufacturers and the small brands, it's like, uh, I guess if you could, I don't know, you could, uh, if you had like 10 Americas and each of you liked different things, you could just pop and choose. There's just way more cultures. It's so eclectic. Wow. Versus America, there's, we're, 
we're American. Yeah, so like if <laughs> like you would like a like a manufacturer in on the East Coast would probably make similar to what they yeah. would on the West Coast. But well, so Europe, that's, that's funny because well, here's a little tidbit. We're actually we're working. We just launched the foundation bar, but we're also working on a core bar, really kind of an exclusive, very unique. I don't want to give away too much, but we'll talk to it about it offline. But okay. one of the things that we're waiting for is a piece of equipment from Belgium cool. to do it. Chocolate. I mean, that's well, I mean, what they're known for. But it has to do with a texture of the of okay. of the types of foods that they make. That right now there's no capability in the U.S. His so his brain's yeah. Now you're thinking. So it's a it's like a. So our West Coast protein bar manufacturer is. Uh, bringing in some of this equipment that is European to do a it's protein bars are all about texture for me and so like that's why I think the arms race bar is doing really well right now it's because it's a more of a unique texture most people are doing in the U.S. like the peanut butter base you know right now and I just think it's played out Um, and that's (laughs) so the foundation bar people their number one comment is people really like the texture of it and this is again another very unique texture type of you know, bar. So, you know, he's thinking that was a heck of a way to get him to plug this on a, like a, a blog. Yeah, but there's not enough info there. There's <laughs> enough. Oh, hey, uh, yeah, wait, hold on. Enough. Let me request that. You could have just said cause doing a bar. I'll literally be on this, the sub dates and there'll be like one sentence. And next thing you know, I'll be done sub dates like 30 minutes later. And I'm like, Pat, it's already up. You remember, uh, <laughs> dude, well, he said, you said, I don't know if you've watched any of our podcasts. And he was like, oh yeah, a few. <laughs> 2020. Yes, the we subdates. were doing updates every like week. Every week, we were just and we would go live. Week, and there were so many product drops. Shane was always in there. Yeah, and there was always. Yeah, yeah, that was good. We Makes sense because on East, Eastern time. That's right. We need. We do need to do a updates. By the way, we got a lot. Updates. Ask the boss. Man, yeah, we had too many podcasts. Just too much going yeah. on. We have a full time media oh, job. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. Oh man. What do you guys got? You got anything else for Shane? I feel like I've I've hogged uh, the questions like I usually do. You had some written down. Yeah, we kind of went through them all. I mean, like, the biggest thing, I think, is how cool it is. And these aren't really questions, but, I mean, maybe your opinion. Um, I mean, you were, like, the first outlet of news in the industry. I don't think I was the first. I think I was the first, like... Recognized? Yeah. Do you know who would be the first? Well, I know that... Uh, oh, Mike at Price Plow, they, he's been doing it for quite a while. I don't know, but it was different then. There was a yeah. different, it was more of a... There was more of like a site... Uh, price grabber. Yeah. I think that um, there, were, there were like sites that I had seen before me. Like I looked around, there were maybe two that I had seen, but not on the... But that was the one thing I, I noticed is that if you were sharing news on like, like brands, like a small selection, I wasn't going to have much to share. Like you wouldn't want to come to my site if I wasn't sharing that much. And so... That's kind of why one of the other reason why I didn't want to charge brands was because I was like, you know, if I can get small, medium, big, I can have a lot of news to choose from. And then it would encourage more people to come because, again, just a chance that they would find something that they would never have found. And that was one of the reasons that we shared pretty much everyone we could. Um, and yeah. yeah. So do you have to spend a lot of time? Is part of your time when you're, you're six hours a day. I've, I've figured it out. It's six hours a day, guys, if you want yeah. to know. Part of your six hours a day, does that include, I mean, clearly you have to be, like, dropping in on sub dates and looking at Instagram pages. It's and how do you, how it's do you just do, coincidence. Literally, if, like. Like, you're just, like, scrolling Instagram, Instagram and, and you see like, something. Oh, Doug's there. Shit, I should watch this. 
Listen, you. I know you set your clock to when I'm podcasting. Well, we did. We were probably pretty consistent. Like, yeah, we in were. In 2020, you guys were. Yeah, we yeah. Were. yeah, now there's just too much shit going on. If, we were, if we were locked down there. If I remember correctly. Every Tuesday, we in, filmed. On 2020, uh, when I woke up at 7, that was when you went live. Probably about so right. when I woke up. We were, it was like noon and 1 o'clock. Yeah, and, you were, and we were locked down. So I like, just would turn my phone on and be like, oh, yeah, doctor. Yeah. 106 new SKUs that year. That was crazy. You time. can't do that these days. Like lead times, uh, supply chain, everything. Like, man, we could crank a product. I'd have an idea, and literally four weeks later, we'd have it. It was insane. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. And when whey protein was like two plus years ago, two dollars a kilo. Now it's two twenty dollars a kilo. It's getting better. Um, okay. So, what does your wife think about this? Does she does she uh, work with you at all? Does she help you at all? Or is she just like ah. It, that's Shane's stuff. She does a few things. She uh, handles giveaways. She ha- when we do them. Yeah. She does a bit of the admin stuff. Um, literally the things that I don't like to do. Yeah. And pretty like if it's too tedious, like we've had to do a contract before, and she's I was like, "What's a contract?" I was like, "I want to do this. Can you?" And she's like, "I've never even done one before." And I was like, "You want to do my job?" And she's like, "I mean, I'll give it a try." And I was like, "It's better than what I can do. Figure it out." And. She, Whips it out, and I was like, man, that's a good job. That's cool. So, yeah, pretty much if it's a job that I'm a bit too much, she'll she'll give it a try. And then, yeah. What about, uh, so I'm a new father. So now I have questions about, you know, you raising a child. What is, uh, is there, like, so she's turning four soon. Yeah, yeah. So what is, like, education plans? I literally with, asked with that this, this morning. Yeah, yeah. With this lifestyle that, I don't know. that you guys <laughs> have, which is... I, I think we're That's uh, homeschool, boy. Yeah, I, I really, we don't really know yet. Like, basically going with, I guess, see how it goes. Um, <laughs> I mean, she's developed like we put her in daycare last year for like three, four days a week, um, and because she wasn't really speaking that much, and then she started talking a little more, and then they said that she liked playing with everyone. Where were you in day for daycare? New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand. yeah. So from 2020 to 2021, we were locked down. We couldn't fly okay. out of the country. So yeah, in 2020, we had her in daycare for a few days. And then in 21, it moved to four days. Um, but when she initially got in there, she didn't really change all that much. Um, kind of saw little things that she learned here and there. And when we took off again this year, like, I mean, she just, like, just developed and evolved pretty quickly. Picked up a little th- few things here and there. Um I would say a lot more. Now she's typing the blocks. Yeah, yeah. she like yeah, she's not gonna get an education. She's just gonna be working for. <laughs> no, she she can she can if you go if you take her to uh, a fridge, she can tell you what an energy drink is. Nice. Purely because of the sixteen ounce can, and she'll say that she can't have that's for adults. She can establish uh, like she knows what a supplement is. She'll say this is for the big kids for muscles. Um, nice. She knows what pro- she drinks protein Smart. shakes, protein bars. Um, so yeah. are you having people send you a ton of sh- crap all the time? Like, are, do you get overloaded with stuff? Like, because none of your, I guess you do reviews. You do personal reviews on the site too. Does that just piss people off when you do a review? Some, How often does that happen? Or is it like every time? So the one thing is that I find the, the hardest part, you don't really learn and, or you don't know until you've, I don't know, messed it up, is that, like you said, the concept is unbiased and the approach is extremely, like, it is that. That's, yeah. that's the goal. Like, there's nothing really else to it. 
But let's just say I share a, a new story from Core every day of the week, and you legitimately have a new story. Yeah. Someone will say, "Why are you giving Core so much attention?" I'll be like, "Did you, did you, did you read this?" <laughs> like, it, but that's the and so if I share a review, and we only do them maybe once every two weeks, if that, they might be like, "Why are you sharing that one?" I was like, "Cause I thought it was a cool product," but I guess it's a reflection of what people might have come across before was they they might think. They're paid reviews. There's something else to it, but that's only because they would have seen it. Some they might have come across it in their own life, and they might think that that's couldn't have been. We've had a. I had a discussion. I won't say who it was. I won't say the brand. But oh, come on, this is a safe place. <laughs> okay, I, I won't say who the individual was. But I'll say the. I would get millions of views, bro. The brand was um, uh, my protein. Oh wow! There's a clickbaiter right there, boys. I mean, it's not really. <laughs> It's Pop not protein exclusives. <laughs> it's not really like a bad thing on them, but someone yep. messaged me and they said, why did you share the story from my protein? I said, because it's news. I'm like, how much do they pay you? I said, they didn't pay me. He's like, you are full of He's like, the biggest brand of the world yeah. and the biggest supplement news brand, uh, company have to have something going. And like just that sentence that he said, have to. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I can't convince this guy. Even if I tell right, him, right, right. I was like, he's Hey bro, me. listen, I take a lot of drugs, apparently. Synthol. Trend to the butthole. I mean everything. AP is straight in the hole. That straight in the hole. The cheek. All of it. All the holes. <laughs> everywhere. But there's there's a thing like no convincing them. Yeah, and so I uh, so I do things that intentionally. Like if you had five news stories and I knew about it, I'd be like, okay, let's just spread them out to three and share the other two next week because it might, even though the goal is to make it unbiased and it is unbiased, it might not be perceived that way. So every for every review. You, what percentage of your reviews are negative? I always usually have something bad to say. <laughs> like this is so the moral of the story is if you want, do not send your products in to be reviewed by Shane. I don't get, I mean, I get sent stuff, but like I always tell them, I was like, if you send it, I'm not going to, I might not share a review on the website. I, I have noticed them. that you're, you're very honest. Like you'll say you like three flavors, but that one flavor, it's like, yeah, in the it's, like, oh, this one was. Some people yeah. will. Like, they'll say, oh, we can send you this, and we can give you an affiliate code. And I was like, I'm not going to share the affiliate code, and I might not share a review even if you send me 10 of the tubs. And they're like, oh, okay. And then I don't get sent it. But I was like, I can post the information if you want. If So it, what makes you decide on what review what you want to re review? Basically, if... It's what you feel like. If it looks good on paper, like, or, like, reasonably attractive to me, like something that I haven't seen before or might be different, and it's received very well on analytics, like... I don't know, 10 times more people read that story. I was like, oh, shit, maybe I need to review this then. Then I will. Um, but if it's just something that's, I don't know, isn't, even if it looks good and not many people are interested, I might not review it. But it's, uh, yeah. Basically. What about the rankings? Because you have stacked 3D rankings. That's a, that's a sadly, sadly outdated thing. I, I mean, I. Oh, you don't know, you're not doing it anymore? I do them. But because they review so slowly, people are like, man, this isn't up to date. And I'm like, it is up to date. It's just all the other out there is not that good right now. But, like, how, how butt hurt are brands that message you about not being top ranked? I don't know. Like, I think, I think they know by now. I think, they, I, think they, I think they're used to it. Like, they don't know. <laughs> they one, used to be in butt hurt? When we started, I remember someone, again, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to say the brand <laughs> on this one. But someone hit me up. This was when we started. Uh, the, the whole advertising thing, maybe like a year into it, and this, this company reached out to me and he said, um, hey, can I look at your advertising rates? And I said, yeah, sure. And I said, so my wife was like, oh my God, we've got another one. This is fantastic. 
And he comes back and he says, do you have anything that's not on the rate card? And I was like, no, why would I have anything that's not on the rate card? <laughs> like, and I said to my wife, I was like, why the, why would he ask that? That makes no sense. Like, He's like, where's the good, where do you keep the good yeah, stuff? That's I, basically what he was it asking. Just went right over my head. And yeah. it wasn't until I said it to my wife, she's like, he's asking how much like, you know, yeah. probably under the table type thing. And I was like, oh, shit. But I had already replied to him and said, no, why would I have anything that's not on there? <laughs> I would put it on there if I had it. And Paid yeah. reviews, bro. Yeah, but I didn't, like, this was going, this was going back like maybe 2014, 15. But there are brands out there that, like, I guess that might be the way they go. But if I did that, then you would probably notice it and it would be obvious. Yeah. I don't know. But the review thing I've always just sort of kept is, like, I like it, I'll tell you if it's... But even the ones that I do like, there's always something that's not that great about the product. It's hard to find something that's absolutely perfect, I think. So now you got also, in addition to the reviews on your site, you do the Protein Wars, the Energy yeah. Drink Wars. You got the... the um, well, you got the expo where people can go on and usually type too. Check this out. This is a throwback. This is, is this 2020? Yeah, 2020. The 2020 stacked. Shout uh, out uh, Peter Tran. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he yeah. worked that one. So um, this was a shirt that we launched for the the stacked, uh, what do you call it? Virtual expo? I call it stacked expo. Yeah. Um, but now did. you have the Protein Wars. I know you have. Clash of the Cans. Clash of the Cans. That name actually came from my wife. It's good. She there you came go. up with that one. That's good. So what, um, are there any others other than those two? I mean, we have the the other big one, I guess, is the the brand awards, which we, that one's been running for a while. Now, do you choose that or is that voted on? That one, like, literally the first year I did it, it was like, what was a cool brand this year? Yeah. That was brand of the year. That was it. And then over the years, people were like, you doing it this year? And I was like, okay, I guess I can do it again. And then eventually people were like, why'd you pick them? Yeah, I thought they were cool. No, but why? And I was like, I don't know. I thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like, eventually, I've had to like come up with reasons and things that I liked and describe it. And uh, yeah, so yeah. But so this is your choice. The the brand of the year is not voted on. No, 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 no. So how do you? It's probably why. It's probably why it's so different. How do you prevent? Well, I mean, it's not that different, is it? No, like I guess it's it's such a broad spectrum of like because the. To be honest, the original reason we did brand of the year is when bodybuilding, because bodybuilding.com did, yeah. uh, they did their brand of the, uh, and that was the, um, they, sh they, they did it at the Olympia one year. I, um, they presented them at the Olympia. Yeah. And I was like, that's not brand of the year. Yeah. And I was like, I but it's a bodybuilding.com brand, I'm sure. Yes. So yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, I guess I'm going to do mine now. So that was kind of the only reason. And they did it in September or August. So I did it at the end of the year. So how about the ones that are voted on? So Clash of the Cans, the Protein oh, Wars. Yeah. So how, how do you, have you had run into instances where people were trying to scam the system oh, yeah. with yeah, like yeah, robots yeah. voting and all yeah. that? Yeah. Well, that, that's. You laugh. There must be a story. You don't have to name names, but it would be great if you do. But um, <laughs> what, what happened? It's, the, it's tricky because. Now you have to put in like your email and verify the email. Well, if right? you didn't do any of that, oh no, I, I mean it's good. You could have, I mean it's it gets bigger numbers, but I, I would prefer to have verification. But the um, originally, I mean it was a learning curve. Like when I first did it, there was a few hundred, a few thousand votes, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And you could see the the trends and the trajectories, and it made sense. It seemed like regular voting when a brand shared it on the social, you saw it go up, and then. Like, this is cool. And then the next year, 
I was like, it, it, it kind of, because uh, Selicor won, no, was it Selicor? I think it was Selicor that won the first year with Core Way. Pretty sure it was. Um, and uh, the next year, people just started like really tearing it up. And I remember when I saw <laughs> it was someone who got like, I think it was like a, f- a thousand or so votes. Originally, it was kind of like a benchmark. And I was like, that's pretty cool, a thousand votes. And then one evening, someone jumped from like a couple thousand to like 6,000 in four hours. And I looked at the votes, and they literally started at four o'clock and finished at eight. And I was like, this is rather odd that a few thousand people came in at this specific time and then stopped immediately after that. And I was, I was like, well, and then I reached out to the brand and they didn't like, like, no, nah, no, nah, that's probably legitimate. And I was like, doesn't it seem fishy to you that this <laughs> many people? 2020 like, election. Yeah, and then I was yeah. like. Was Everyone like, goes to sleep. Next thing you know, Joe Biden's our president. But I, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't like come out and say that it was legitimately, all I can do is explain to you. Mm, it sounds very familiar. That like this many votes came in at this time and it seems strange. So I'm going to remove them. That's what we do. So if I say if I'm getting 10 votes in an hour and then one hour I get 10,000, I'm going to remove them because that seems extremely odd. Unless I can see something on social, like if someone on social shared something and I can see on my website where the traffic comes from. So if I see that it's literally 10,000 people coming into my site directly, not from a link, that seems a little bit strange to me. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll look at it, and you can some, and you can track various little details. But about has that gone away since you didn't? You've done the verifi- email verification. They always find a way. They always find a way. But the other, they have like one two three at gmail dot com, one two three four at gmail dot com, one two three four five at gmail dot com. One day, in person, voting, we'll fix it. You got to go to New Zealand. Got to shake The the other trick is, is you can't like because we had brands that, like I that I had heard rumors or I had someone reach out to me saying that a competitor had submitted fake votes for someone else. And that hadn't popped into my head. I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh. they could be trying to get them disqualified by making it look like they're cheating. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. So, like, now I just, like, I'm like, there might have been some fake votes. There might not. Either way, if they were, they were taken out. Because, and you can't say, oh, these guys might have had them. And then someone will be like, Oh, so they cheated. I'm like, no, because someone could have put them in or a fan might have got eager and done it themselves and they might not have. So what's your benchmark at taking taking them out? Just gut? Like it's, to be honest, I haven't, if it looks natural, then I mean, what about, I can't really like take them out. If it's, if it's usually you can, you can tell when it looks odd. It's pretty obvious. Um, So brands are still actively doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started doing the custom championship ring in... 2015, 2016, I think. Core Pro Foundation coming at you this year. I mean, it's protein wars. It's, it's. A, I don't really. People fight for it. I just like look, go for it, man. I make the ring. I don't make any money off this. I'll give you the ring if you win. That's it. Are there diamonds in that ring? No, I mean, <laughs> I just, you heard my business model. Yeah, 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 pretty much. He doesn't have employees. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going for the ring this year, boys. It does have a uh, red. Cubic Sarcohonia. It has red jewels in it this year. Ruby. I don't know. Though. It's just like <laughs> jewels. Big jewels. So, so I do have a question. So you've been doing this a while, obviously. Yeah. So right now, I, got, it's, I guess I, I would say a twofold question. What do you feel is the most popular trend 
current year, and where do you see the next most popular trend probably a year from now? The next. The current one is energy drinks. But the I, I, f- I feel like when you, when America Energy did it, I was telling everyone at that time, because this was when I hadn't really, I hadn't, hadn't heard of Bang that much. Bro, you know what our pitch was? Number one rated energy drink by Stack 3D. Boy, every, every place I said that, we got in. <laughs> every time. We're the number one rated energy drink, boy. Over when, a billion sold. Because it was that, <laughs> was that 2017? Eight, 18? 18. Uh, Memorial Day, 18. But that's when there was literally only, it was, like BSN had one. I mean. Um, Hyde came out with that first one that was god awful. So those two definitely. Those two came out with ours, so we look like the golden I child I of it. I think 3D. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was Up Energy, Christian's Guzman's original. Yep. Then it turned to 3D. Yep. In the like the long, it was uh, oh the Up Energy that looked like the <laughs> You're confusing with the other. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's why he, well, he had, had to change it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I think Rays came out at the same time as you, and C4 was around there too. Yeah. Uh, and that was around that time because before that, I said to someone, I said. Who's, who's Bang? Because I hadn't heard of them before until 2015 or 16. And they're like, oh, he's just some crazy exaggerated energy drink. I'm like, yeah, but this dude's doing like parties with four booths at every single expo. He has to be making money. Yeah. So why is no one else doing an energy drink? And they thought I was stupid. And I was like, if you paid me money, you would be taking this advice seriously. But the, and then you guys hit it. And yeah, I'm pretty sure C4 was, I'm pretty sure C4 was 2017 or 18. Uh, Ray's was around that time. Up and now 3D energy, uh, and that was that was the time. So I call it a trend now, but I think it started kind of then. Oh, totally. And now everyone's kind of everyone's jumping in. Yeah, it's crazy. Like every week I've got new ones reaching out because that's the reason we started sharing dedicated energy drink brands because C4 dived in, and then someone was like, "Hey, you should share Rockstar's new flavor. You should share Monster's new flavor." Now we get reached out by. Monster itself and Rockstar and all these companies are sending the news. Well, they got some marketing budget to throw at Stack 3D. Yeah, we gotta have a talk. We gotta. We're gonna blow through Stack 3D up next year, boy. You have to understand. Get some Lambos down in New Zealand. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, like, yeah, they they connect to us. But the thing is, is when and a bigger company, in my experience, the bigger the company, it'll they'll roll it out to stores like. I don't know, let's just say October 1st, and then they'll announce it on November 1st. So I get people who are like real diehard energy drink fans who will message me saying, hey, I just picked this up. And then Rockstar or whatever will send me the press release like two weeks later. And I was like, I already shared it. What are you like? But that's that's just kind of is with the big companies. I would say that's the biggest trending one. The next one, which I think is still trending, is the expansion of gaming. I think that one is like, and I, I feel like it, it's not that it's overlooked. I just think that the fact that a G Fuel can exist and they literally only sell to gamers, and not only can they exist, they are that big, blows my mind. And I think that, uh, um, I think Bucked Up was talking about doing it a bit, was basically like sports nutrition has pre-workouts and protein powders, and then you try and sell them other things that might benefit them, such as multivitamins, post-workout aminos, I'm taking a wild guess and say that's where gaming's going. How they're only people are only selling them like energy and focus is blows my mind. But there are companies that are now doing meal replacements, protein bars, um, sort of multivitamins. Sleep Any stuff. GDAs for those gamers sitting there drinking full cola and but, <laughs> Doritos? But yeah, like, uh, <laughs> right. I think, I think, but I think they're not. 
that's just what they have to available to them. Like Pepsi markets to them, all these big food companies market to gamers. Mm-hmm. So I just I just see as a giant hole that they would probably buy it if they could. They literally have just that one supplement and they're buying it and they've created companies that are only sell gamers, which is crazy. And it's just this one category of energy and focus. So I think that I don't really know what type of supplement, but I would see that as the trend is finding more things that could be sold to gamers because clearly they don't I, have problems. Eye health. That's what I'm thinking. Eye health. But the thing I brain. Yeah. Cause I, but that's the thing. I feel like sports nutrition brands making those for gamers is a tough sell for gamers. Oh, it is it? So like, and that's why when we launched Corzone, we never tried to sell it as yeah. a gaming supplement. Like it's a, it's a focus supplement. It's a study supplement. It's just like. Well, it's like if, if yeah. G Fuel made a pre-workout, yeah. I would be like, I don't know if I want to buy that because that's yeah. G Fuel. Yeah. But that would be like a sports nutrition brand trying to sell a multivitamin to a gamer. They would be like, I don't know. Those guys sell test boosters. Yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah. So it's. I feel like it'll be gaming brands that expand that space. And I've seen a few that do, have done it. I just, I mean, I don't know how they will, but they will. I mean, it, it, their audience is huge. And the fact that those brands exist again, it just blows my mind that they can do that well. All right. Brand of the year this year. Oh, f- <laughs> Where are we at? We're October the 17th. You got to have something. When do you launch it? December? We'll make this easy for you. You can't include our brands. Who are the who are the Wait, I can't include your brands? No. I literally haven't thought about this. I know. That's why we're putting you on the spot right here. Fuck. Off the top of your head. But the, the brands that I'm oh, gonna, here we go. The brands that I'm gonna throw out might not be nominated. This is because liter- like Can we put can we put like some type of caption up here? Like do not hold him to this. Yeah, don't hold me to this. Okay, we got you. Off the cuff. Speaking here, this is uh, October, what do we say? 17th? It might not be nominated, meaning... At the end of the year. Because sometimes it might not be a finalist. Because last year... Because his mind might change. Not last year, the year before. Because we, we would always do five brands. And then in 2020, uh, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I liked the uh, angle. I think it was the Oscars or something. They would only nominate a varying amount. And I didn't like having to find five brands. I was like, what if only two are good? Okay. So yeah. I changed the amount that are nominated. So, and uh, then is it voted on, or is it just? No, it's just me. <laughs> so you nominate, then you vote. No, I don't vote. I choose. I nominate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. the built suspense. It's yeah. just you know, like because there might be some. No, I, some I, people did good things that want to be recognized. Yes. That should be recognized. You, you, you want to give them a I mean, non you watch a movie, yeah. they say Academy Award nominee. Again, I'm not comparing yeah, me to that. I mean, shoot, but brand of the decade nominee right here. Yeah, come on. See? I feel nominee is a cool <laughs> it is. tag. Yeah. Maybe not to some people, but. All right. So know. give me some nominees. Tentative. Tentative. <sighs> I really. I'm going to put arms race. Wait, bro, I can't do that. Um, he can put arms race. Oh, I just did. That's fine. <laughs> this is uh, his show. He gets to decide. Okay. <laughs> Greg Doucette's HTLT. That's out of the nowhere. I mean, if. <sighs> you want that, Turker Turker? That's the only one. That's the only, <laughs> that's the, that's the only uh, hesitation on that is he had that little problem with Turk. Listen, well, that's a whole other podcast. I could get into that because we have a Turk product. A lot of it has to do with testing standards, and it's a whole – it's not so – I feel. I, feel I like, don't even know what their issue was. but Well, I mean, uh, if you looked at his issue, I thought it was he, – he explained it pretty well, and he yeah. had to have originally designed his product because it was called Turk Builder, but he never said there was Turkestrone in it. 
on the label. But obviously the name made you think. Yeah, that I mean, and at, the end of, at the end of the day, it comes down yeah. to the standard. And it's not just yeah. the standard. It is the method the as well, which makes it so yeah. much different. So. It, it got, but he's done Anyways. that brand compared to what it was at the start of the year. They've come out with a protein bar. They've added two more flavors to the protein bar. Are they yeah. all direct to consumer? I don't really know. I mean, I, I feel like they must. I be. talked to them a little bit, but um, he's come out with two muscle builders. He's nice. revamped many. He's done uh, he revamped his pre workout. He's come out with two other pre workouts. He did the cool little twist of the uh, beta alanine free versions. He's done a lot this year. Well, I mean, not him, but his brand has done yeah. a lot. Um, Apollon, I think, is another big one. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones. See, uh, I'm gonna. That would be three that come to mind right now. There might be more. So I was. I, I thought you would definitely throw Rise in there just because of their growth into the distribution, doing Walmart and the different stuff that they had. I, I suppose the uh, my brand of the year is. I mean, my brand, the it's way different. I judge is a little bit different. Like yeah. I've had people say to me, "Say, hey, we uh, went out in Walmart," and I was like. Don't real like <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like I, I mean it's cool, but yeah. the one thing that I always judge brand of the year on, like how I said originally, was yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Me as a fan. Yeah. So like a brand getting into Walmart from like uh like let's just say I was a big fan of this brand and I bought them from GNC and then I can now also give them a Walmart. That's not that big of a deal to me personally. Yeah. Other people might be, yep. but not to me. Makes so sense. The one thing I've always judged a brand on is evolution and how much more they can offer me. Like if you have one pre-workout at the start of the year and then you have two at the end, that's pretty cool. You now got giving me two options. Bruh. So obviously newcomers benefit greatly from this kind of judging. Yeah. But I do gauge it. Like if you're a brand that's been around for a while, I will obviously judge a little bit differently. Like if you're a new brand and you got a pre, now you got a multivitamin, now you got a protein. But if you're a big brand that's been in the Who business, won last year? That was, we gave it to three. We split it up basically across, because it was our 10th brand of the year. We split it up across um, uh, like three, not really different, but just sort of alternative style brands. You had a Pollen, uh, Glaxon, and Obvi, the lifestyle brand. Uh. So it was kind of like a more diverse uh, brand of the year. Well, then I have an idea. and I'm just pulling for it now. So Joey from Glaxon said it last year, but is there ever a thought just to put Doug Miller in there for uh -huh. having so many brands? <laughs> I think oh, Price okay. Cloud did that. Did they? Yeah, so that yeah, was a. Price they gave me an honorable mention, I think, on something because in, in it was their a, uh, yeah. yeah, in their follow up or their explanation, they're like, if Doug Miller, listen, we got two new, we got brand. two new brands we're yeah, starting see, next year. I Where feel do you like DMP clothing. If you if you had if you had just one brand rather than the three, like, and you put as much effort as you did in just the one, it wouldn't be as fun. That's never. I know possible. it wouldn't, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, wouldn't be as fun. But. Yes, yeah, so, I mean we do have that's the overall brand of the year. We do have little categories, but um, yeah, that would be. But we've always everyone, judged. Everyone gets. What butt would hurt. be cool is if you did like, um, like you compare umbrella type, like so. It's like what five, five yeah, umbrella right, companies. Well, there you go. That's like you, Glambia, Nutribolt. Uh, no, hold on, we can keep going. Nutribio and Unbound, and then the, he's buying. He's switching over another one. You then you have four. Define Raw. Uh, five. Um, Core Nutritionals and Arms Race Nutrition, yeah, America Labs, America Energy. Uh, who's got doing all that across different categories? We've got like five umbrella companies. That's no, there's probably more out there. There probably is, but it's a very small crowd to like base it on. 
But we just judge basically on the individual brand. And like I said, it's it, as a fan, if you can give me more throughout the year, then that's pretty much what wins. That's and people will say, well, what about going into GNC and uh, those are cool, but like I said, Bro, I we gave you 106 new skis. I, I, I was about to Let's say. Let's go back. Who, did 2020. Ghost, did Ghost win? Ghost won. And in fair, like I oh, okay, and, no, and no, I know okay. people get butt hurt. I was really, I was not butt hurt at all. I like, actually, uh, I was butt hurt. I actually. Oh yeah, maybe I was a little bit. My butt was puckered the whole. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we killed it. We launched things. Well, core. I I personally buy like three brands: PES, Core, and SNS. Like those are the ones that I buy regularly myself. Serious Nutrition Solutions? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what is that the breakdown? They were out of Danville, Virginia. Really? I don't know where they're from. <laughs> this is my wife's hometown in like okay. Podunk, Virginia. Yeah, but like yeah. So I so that year I wanted you guys to win. Just so you know how unbiased it is. I buy if you look back on your records, you could probably buy my see my sales going back a very long way. I'm just imagining you yelling at yourself in the mirror. Like it should have been core. Well, wait a second. If we we wanted you to win, all you had to do was type core. <laughs> we we already found out the votes are rigged right here. So, but it was um, yeah because that was that. I mean, it was a good year for a ghost. Did some cool. The stuff one there. thing yeah. that put ghost over you for me because I was I was rattling it down like yeah going back and forth. You guys had very impressive years. You expanded your lines drastically. You improved the variety incredibly well. You revamped a lot of supplements. So did they. But the one thing that we do reward slightly more um, is when you enter an all-new kind of format. And that was the year that they did the... Um, energy drink. I think it was the energy drink, yeah. Well, technically, that's a different company, isn't it? Yeah, I think we need brain. to go back and check the vote. Same brand. <laughs> no, just the one vote. <laughs> so realistically... Like you're clearly a fan of this stuff, right? Like yeah. I watched you look at Clarity, and I get all giddy because I yeah. love when people like ingredients. How much do you current day research the new ingredients coming out and the new compounds? I think like, he has to with all the articles he writes. That's what I mean. Like you spend I mean, six hours, but is that six hours also included in the yeah, research? Yeah, it's just the one thing that I probably my wife doesn't like is that when I'm like that's six hours writing, replying to emails. And yeah, so you're on there, you're doing this. I'll be like. I'll be in Perusing. the car or I'll be on the, like, the plane and I'll just be like, this is just, this is not work. This is, yeah, this is reading. This is just my fun enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. You look through Facebook. I look through Facebook. This is just text Facebook. Yeah. Whatever. It's yeah. Same thing. And yeah, so I guess it's, but then I, the, I have the benefit of ingredient companies reaching out to us as well. So it's, they sort of come to us. We've had many announced new ingredients through us. Um, and because like you said, you like to see what competitors are doing ideal place for them to share this stuff and um it's like some big advertisers of ours are premium ingredient companies now so and it's i guess that's like they said the uh, the amount of traffic it gets versus other kind of industry i guess ingredient industry websites is similar or better so it's i guess that's why they kind of see the benefit there cool what you got you guys got anything else we're already way over time i have to pee we usually take uh, we usually take about an hour but well, you, uh, you came here from New Zealand. Yeah, you yeah. came all the way from New Zealand. Well, actually, he came here from Mexico. No, no, no. We'll Mexico. say New Zealand. We'll say New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. That's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, keep crushing it.